What's up, guys? Bruce to Grooves. Welcome. I'm Jesse. Sitting across from me is the founder of Signal Radio, Jay Purcell. Hello. Jay, how you doing? I'm good. I'm hot, roasting in the studio. We're it's hot. It's good. Summer has arrived Can't in Seattle. Stand the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Right. Okay. Okay. Let's see you later. Get out of Seattle. <laughs> Don't go anywhere, Jay. We are talking about Moses Gun Collective. We're talking about a band who does not have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, maybe the first in the history of Rosa Greaves. I think it might be. Um, so I'm excited. I just I just discovered this band like last week. Right. Oh. Just coming across music randomly. Okay. Yeah. And a song played and I was like, it just it was like really great. Yeah. And I was just like hitting all my marks. I was like, what is that? And I listened yeah. to it back yeah. and just started listening to it more and it was just really good. And yeah. I was like, wow. So I went into a deep dive about Moses Gun Collective. Mm-hmm. And I, it's a very cool band. So we're, we're talking about a new wave psychedelic soul outfit. Mm-hmm. I, I think they describe themselves as subtropical soul psychedelia. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so yeah, it's kind of dream poppy, yeah. kind of um, maybe a little post-punk. They get a little rowdy at some points, but mm-hmm. most of it's kind of dreamy and reverby mm-hmm. um, and chill, but pretty poppy and you know boppy, a lot of energy. Really great production throughout from a lot of their earliest material to where they're at now, mm-hmm. I heard. Yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah. I think they've worked with some good uh, mixers and masters. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's dreamy pop flavors, soulful crooning, um, you know, howling riffs. Yeah. Da-da-da-da. Uh, it feels simultaneously like classic music and also fresh. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels new, but it feels like they're, you know, really paying homage to stuff that's already came before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of hyped about them. I just discovered them and they're brand new. Yeah. Like there's not a lot of, they have two albums out, mm-hmm. not a lot of interviews. Yeah. And there are some interviews, but they're really not in depth. And some of the interview <laughs> questions are like very basic. Very shallow interviews. Yeah, yeah exactly. Very <laughs> shallow, very short answers. Yeah. Um, and just not, yeah, not in depth. So I, yeah. I was having a little bit of a hard time finding information about this band in general. Yeah, yeah. Pretty underground, mm-hmm. as it would seem. Um, I think it sounds like there might be a lot of people in this band, but there's at least five, right? Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Uh, we have Aiden Moore, who's kind of like the lead yeah, singer guy. Kind of front man. Um, Sam Sargent, Alex Mitchell, and Lewis Stevenson are the other names that I have here. I don't know what they play. Mm-hmm. Because there's no Wikipedia page. But. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, different interviews. Mostly it's Aiden that's been interviewed. And then a couple of other guys have been in some of the other interviews. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes even the interviewer won't even say who they're interviewing. They just say, we yeah. interview of Moses Gun Collective. And then the answers are all like, I did this. I mm-hmm. listened to this. But very clearly it was specifically one person only yeah, in the exactly. interview. Yeah. And they still wouldn't yeah. but, you know, clarify. Um, from Brisbane, Australia, right? Did we say yes. that? Yes. No, we did not. Okay. So that's yeah. a big part because uh, there's some really cool psychedelic music coming from Australia these days. It seems to be even more so. Like I know like Tame Impala is like mm-hmm. the big one that everyone bands about. Yeah. Uh, but we've covered a lot of Australian acts on this show, right? Um, whose names I have blanked on. Hiatus Coyote. Oh, yeah, of course. Hiatus Coyote. Who else was there? There was some more of like the... The other guy that was uh, involved in Tame Impala. Um, oh, I don't. Do we do an episode on Pond? Pond, yeah, yeah. They're from out there as well. There was another group that was like kind of like more rocky. Oh boy, man, we've done so many episodes. Like yeah, I should really, I should have like actually written these names down, knowing that we were going to do another Australian artist. On this yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll think about it for next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, there's a lot of good music coming out of there, and 
from all over the place. It sounds like and it sounds like Sydney has a big scene. Melbourne has a really big scene for music. Mm-hmm. That's where Hiatus Coyote you're from. Uh, Moses Gun Collective are from Brisbane, Australia, and that was one of the places I went to when I went to Australia. It was the first place I went to, Brisbane. Um, yeah. I didn't really check out any music there. It's a very strange kind of city. It seems very suburbia everywhere and clean and quiet. Right. That's my sense of Brisbane from being there all of like three days or something. Right. That was a good sense. I've more yeah. of a sense than I've got. <laughs> um, some, some other bands in the scene that they're in, I believe. Mm, yeah. Um, Orphans, Orphans. Okay. The yeah. Belligerents. Mm-hmm. The Furs. Mm. Morning, Harvey and the Family Jordan. Okay. I think these are bands that are in the same kind of scene down there. And I think also some of the members from Moses Gun Collective are in these other groups as well. Yeah, and like, so the, yeah. yeah, we could touch yeah. on that because their name yeah. is Collective. Yeah. Um, and I did see somewhere in interviews where, uh, I mean, I know two of the group members of Moses Gun Collective have have started a different project. I can't think of the name. Oh, yeah. Constantine. Yeah. Const- the Confidence Con- Man or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Confidence Man. Yeah. Yeah, but there's a there's a couple groups that, yeah, it seems like they're going in and out of this band. Yeah. and Or they all kind of have a band with another one of the band members. Yeah. So there's all these kind of side projects, but I think they said um, Moses Gun Collective is kind of the, the head of the Yeah. It's like, I think, group. three or four members from Moses Gun Collective that are doing Confidence mm-hmm. Man, which they describe as Fat Boy Slim on Crack. Yeah, yeah so, I saw that too. Yeah. That sounds fun. Um, and I think they have pseudonyms in that group as well. They have like different names and they, I didn't check out their social media, but I read somewhere that all their social media is like announcements coming from band members as this character or something like that. Oh, okay. Jack, Jane, something. They have like these crazy names and I think they dress up in spandex. They have synchronized dancing and singing and rapping on stage and stuff like that but that's not moses gun collective that's confidence man so right, right, right. That's someone else to check out yeah. but as we're talking about moses gun collective they are um like stylistically they're they're always having like glitter on stage and yeah. dressing up in costumes and dyeing their hair right and they they really give their shows like a lot of energy they try to give it their all they say yeah um so i can only imagine it's a very fun show yeah yeah um you know costumes glitter yeah good music yeah uh, so I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of hyped on these guys though. All, all around, they get the two albums out, a bunch of singles and a couple EPs. Yeah. But they started in 2010 and we'll get into this a little bit more. Two yeah. albums out and the, the latest album in 2022. So yeah. just, you know, fresh off the press. Yeah. Time for a track. Yes. Um, they have like uh, their first album on Spotify that was released in 2015 on there is Mercy Mountain, which mm-hmm. we opened up with a track tonight, A Hole in the Wall. But um, outside of the streaming platforms, they have a bunch of other material that has been released over the years since 2010. Mm -hmm. A bunch of VPs, singles, and then there was a first kind of album that they put out called Stars Full. Uh, It's all on Bandcamp. If you want to go check that out, we'll put the link somewhere. And real quick, I saw on Bandcamp, you could buy their entire discography for like $14 or and 90 cents or something like that. Well, that's a deal. Kind of cool. Kind of cool. Uh, I like this track, the second one called Drink With Me. Take me alone If you're going someplace 
Take that dark cloud Till the morning breaks Then we'll drop down From the sky That was a track called Drink With Me by Moses Gun Collective off their very first album, Stars Fall, 2010 that came out, and you can only find that, as well as a lot of their earlier stuff on their Bandcamp, MosesGunCollective1.bandcamp.com. Yes. I was like, why is it one? I looked at the other one. It's just an empty Bandcamp profile. So One? They might have forgot the password or something. I don't know. Huh, they started a new one? <laughs> yeah, just, just make a new one. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so Jesse, what do we know about these guys' early years? Not much, yeah. to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, I tried to scour the internet and there's not much out there. Mm -hmm. um, in addition to this being a new band for me, mm -hmm. just having gathered a lot of information and I think we both found that there's not a lot of early life info on Moses Gun Collective, Yeah, which is interesting. But also yeah. they, they've, you know, they've gotten a lot done in the past 10 years, mm -hmm. um, but also, I mean, fairly consistent. Yeah, it sounds like they've done a lot like locally in Brisbane. Yeah, like, and I think that seems uh, the way to, to go. Yeah. It seems like they're a band that who's um, starting to see the benefits of building a community in your hometown. Yeah, and then that energy getting reached out to other people. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just immediately trying to go from Australia to you know playing Madison Square Garden or something. Yeah, and also I think like we said before, you know, Australia being such a massive country, it's hard to kind of get out of there. You know, right? You know, if you're gonna think about having a music career and you know you have to go out to like the nearest place like japan or somewhere to like play some shows and right. it's like kind of a hard thing to like get out of the country and do that but um but brisbane being like a big scene it sounds like lots of like different places they've played at around there i think uh, one of their earliest shows was at a venue called the troubadour mm -hmm. originally called the troubadour i think i think it got renamed uh but there was a co-owner there um, who, whose name is Jamie Travaskis, and he really liked them and encouraged them to continue playing. And I think he does a lot of like production and mixing and engineering stuff, so I think he did a lot of uh, the production work on that first album. Nice. And some of the early recordings as well. Cool. Um, the, on, the only one thing that I had about their early life before the band is that I think it was um, Aiden and Alex... I believe it was Alex. I'm not mm -hmm. sure, but I think two of them knew each other since they were like three years old. Oh, wow. So okay. a couple of them do go pretty far back. Yeah. And I think that's a little interesting yeah. just to give context for their their friendship or something. I think that can go a long way. Yeah. When you're, you know, it's a relationship when you're in a band, essentially. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you have these friend relationships. I think there may be band members in relationships within Moses Collective. Yeah. And then, you know, relationship as a band. Yeah. So it's all a lot going on. Yeah, they have a bit of a commune thing, it sounds like. I think mm -hmm. There's like eight of them that live in one house. Right. They said uh, all of the band members live in this house, plus some other people. Mm -hmm. uh, Which is, I think, the same people in their kind of side project bands. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they do have like a studio set up there as well. Mm -hmm. I think I saw this behind the scenes video of the making of one of the albums, and it looks really cool. If that's where they're that's, living, I'm not sure if that's where they're living. I saw that too. That's, yeah. that, that was the impression that I got. We'll put some clips on the screen now for our video viewers. 
Yeah. Lots of them like jumping in lakes and stuff. It reminds me of that cabin we did, the cabin show. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like an area like that. Natchez, Washington, we did that cabin show. Yeah. Maybe maybe Jay will put a picture of that too. I don't know. (laughs) Snowing. Although it was snowing there. Yeah. Or at least one of the times. But this place looks kind of idyllic. It's like sunny. Sunny and breezy. They're just hanging out on the deck. On a hilltop. Drinking beers and stuff like that. Yeah. But getting good work done. Getting good work done. And I I think I do know, like, they did sort of mention in a radio interview about um, the decision to start in a band. And all they basically said is there were at uh, this music festival called Splendor. I looked it up. Splendor in the grass. Big music festival. Uh, In Brisbane? It happens in um, North Byron Parklands in Yelgan, New South Wales. Uh, they've ha- held it in a few other different locations since it started. Byron Bay and Queensland as well. Nice. I'm not sure which one they were at, but they were sort of saying, yeah, they were just kind of like high and blissed out at the festival. And we're like, yeah, should we start a band? <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And that's all we know about their beginnings. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Like, yeah. Um, so let's see. I do have a little, we're talking about early stuff. We got um, some info on the name. Yeah, yeah. So they're called Moses Gunn Collective. Right. Moses Gunn is a real man, a gentleman. He was an actor. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, basically he was in Shaft. I think it's kind of a popular movie. Yeah. And some other stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a never ending story, right? Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, never ending story. A couple of the guys from Moses Gun Collective were watching that film mm-hmm. and were like, who's this guy? He was like really good in it or something. Yeah, exactly. So I've seen this. Have you seen that movie? I've not seen that movie. I've seen a bit. It's like a cult 80s thing, I think. Okay. Like, lots of like, if you're into Stranger Things, you might like it sort of thing. Kind of creepy. Creepy, yeah. Mysterious. Yeah. Lots of otherworldliness things happening. Um, but they, were, they said they were sinking in the couch watching to this, which I would assume they were like smoking some marriage you want maybe watch hey, this movie. I, I hope so <laughs> yeah they said the the old wise man who hangs out with the empress was who moses gunn was playing right yeah um yeah carry caron i'm trying to read this name right caron okay yeah was, character name i think that was his name yeah so yeah i don't, I don't know caron i don't know how to say it i'm sorry uh, yeah your guess is as good as mine okay on that one um, but yeah, they said so they let the credits roll and they were like, who's found the actor's names? Like, oh, that's a good name. And then they jokingly yeah. said, now nah, his name, name will live on for at least six months. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we yeah, start a band. Exactly. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, I got the first gig they ever played was, um, yeah, the Troubadour. Yeah. Let's move forward. Yeah. So they got convinced to basically keep going. Yeah. Um, it was Jamie Travaskis, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was like a early champion and then also engineered and helped them record mm-hmm. as well. Nice. So, and then, yeah, basically, Stars Fall comes out in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I guess let's talk about Stars Fall. This is the track we played from that first album. Yeah, we played the track Drink With Me. Um, it's good. I only really listened to a few of the tracks on this, but it's good. It's got a whole vibe to it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because I think Aiden from Moses Gun Collective said, like he thought a lot of their early stuff was like aggressive or like more punky, more rocky kind of thing. That's what I heard too. Yeah, and I kind of heard it in that, but actually after we played the opening track tonight, I was like, it's actually still a little bit songful. Mm-hmm. And 
soulful because like i think yeah he said they started off more of like a punky sound and then they sort of found the beauty in crafting pop songs is the way you put it kind of right thing. Like, um, that's what i'm saying they have yeah. that a little bit of that post-punk vibe like a little dirty grimy gritty yeah like there's just a little bit in there and it seems like they went away from that and we'll we'll talk about it even more because their their latest album is even more polished right yeah um so we'll get into that yeah but um yeah i i was reading in some of my notes, they basically modeled this album after their live set that they were playing mm. as far as organizing the songs in order. Right. And that felt like it was the most, Yeah. Um, it just made the most sense to put it in that order. So they, they yeah. did it. Um, and it was, it was recorded over the earlier half of 2010 mm. with a well-respected engineer, Jamie Travaskis is that guy. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I guess he's done a, a lot of cool stuff and it features 10 tracks from love ballads to murder ballads <laughs> as i saw in one interview right uh, yeah. so good stuff that's not my yeah. favorite album to listen to mm. um the next album is is where i'd have everybody start probably okay the, the um the 2015 one. Oh. yeah i mean i guess we just yeah. i mean let's talk about morning shakes real quick i guess okay because yeah. that came out in 2014 yeah and it was their first ep yeah so i guess there's you know soulful crooning on there mm -hmm. dreamy bliss I'm reading, these are some quotes that the band said, I think, dreamy bliss erect feelings <laughs> uh, and a right. sense of community. Right. I don't know which band yeah. member said that, but it was, uh, I thought it was good enough to write down. Well, yeah. And then uh, this is where the, the first single that's featured, it's a really big track of their Sha La La. Right. And this was originally on this EP, which eventually made it onto the next album, which we'll talk about. But this song really gained like international and national exposure. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of the really the catalyst to putting them over the top and having people know about them outside of Australia. Cool. So, yeah, I guess they played the Falls Festival, which is a pretty big festival. Mm. And that kind of lined up with that 2014 release. And then on we go to Mercy Mountain, their first full length LP in 2015. Mm. And I don't know. Yeah, this is where I discovered the band. Shala La is one yeah. of the first songs I heard. Yeah. Um, and this one's just very good. It was on the Create and Control label. Yeah. Is I guess out of um it's on Australian label. Yeah, I think they it's a label that focuses on local talent. Mm-hmm. Local art, Australian artists. Yeah. yeah, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Um so the sound of this album is is consistently stylish. Mm. All the different aspects are like engineered to be stylish. Mm. It's not stylistic, I think. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess it sounds so vague of me to say. <laughs> no, it sounds yeah, it's like grand. Yeah, a little but yeah, bit they, polished, stylish. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like the '60s and '70s psychedelia. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess like some things that people didn't like were like maybe somebody they didn't. Some people were saying they didn't make they didn't take enough time to really like chisel the songs hmm. into what they could have been. Okay. And that's that kind of goes with what the band was saying. I was reading yeah. where they don't really want to like make something so that it can just be sold as a commodity, yeah. like as a product. They just want to like create what feels best when they're creating. Yeah. So that was one of the cool things I took about I took from Moses Gun Collective in my research was they just really want to make what they want to make and they want to have fun doing it. Yeah. And they want to like put the most energy and love into whatever it is, mm -hmm. whichever track. And then they also do that at their shows too and just try to put as much energy and vibes into it. Yeah, yeah. And so I just like that kind of philosophy of going all in as hard as you can, mm -hmm. but not 
just trying to sell out and make a good polished track to sell. Yeah. You know, the focusing on the music. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of reverb and delay on this. Mm. Um, this is also hole in the wall. That first track we opened up this podcast with very good track. Mm -hmm. Um, and some of, some of those couple tracks are, oh, they almost want to be danced to. Yeah. The first track on the album, Strawberry was really, it's like a banging mm -hmm. track to open with. I was like, yeah, yeah that one just like, comes in with yeah. the drums. Yeah, it's yeah. like, let's go. Yeah. yeah. So there's 13 songs on it. It's just under 50 minutes. Um, yeah, I guess the one thing I think some band members were saying, it's time and time again on this album, it's like it, there's ideas about being somebody else, mm. uh, someone better or someone different. And, you know, Hole in the Wall, for example, imagines them as animals, mm. Mercy Mountain as a woman, and then black, back into the womb as a newborn child. Mm. So they're kind of like really going in depth with the lyrics and stuff. And yeah. I, I just like it. I think it's good stuff. Yeah. That's basically all I got on that. Mercy. Should we play Mercy Mountain album? Sha La La from the album? Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's definitely play Sha La La from that album. All right. Moses Gun Collective, Sha La La, from their album Mercy Mountain, also featured on that EP, <clears throat> Morning Shakes, right? Uh, uh, preceded this. Yeah. Now I've learned that word, preceded. I'm going to use it all the time. Nice. It's a good word. <laughs> Follow up on the previous episodes if you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> just there. Um, yeah, so, yeah, musically, like you were saying, kind of an interesting comment that Aiden made about saying that we just they just like to let the songs play themselves out. Right. They don't want to chop things off and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm sort of trying to think about what he means by that. Um, I guess my the thing I gather from that is trying to like really get into the song itself and where the song leads you, right? Mm -hmm. You know, rather than trying to be like, oh, we need a verse here, we need a chorus. Like it's more like, here's the vibe, here's what we have, where is it going next kind of thing. Like, yeah. That's what I get from what you mentioned about that yeah. no 100 percent. i think yeah. that's yeah. they just kind of let themselves fall into that and let the let the song write itself like you said yeah like just kind of follow the song where the song wants to go serving the song you know just being like you know vessels to help the song be created yeah, yeah. not just trying to like hey we're, we're trying to go on jimmy fallon right we want to <laughs> jimmy fallon big yeah, yeah. so we got to make a song like this yeah you know so they're just doing whatever they want yeah. and it just happens to be very good yeah, yeah. that's what i like about this band yeah um, yeah, really cool. Really, that Sha La La track is really cool. I think they said that's their favorite lyric that they've written. Sha La 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 La. <laughs> right. Very poignant. Yeah. And very cool. Like the lyrics on that in the chorus are don't bow your head while you lie in your deathbed. Okay. So pretty yeah. cool because they're, yeah, yeah. you know, just describing like don't, don't give up, mm. you know, when things get rough. Yeah. Like just keep going. Mm -hmm. So I, I like it. Yeah. So they got, you know, good mindset, good ideas and they're putting it into the music and, and giving people good messages and i love it yeah so a great album 
They said that song was like popular in France. <laughs> oh <laughs> for yeah, some they, reason. yeah. They said France liked it. Yeah, because I think like one thing they were asked about is like how they're getting the music out there, and they said there's no strategy other than just putting out songs and just kind kind of seeing what works. And I think mm -hmm. the thing they've noticed is different countries react differently to different material. Right. I think they said um, the the U.S. likes a little bit more dirty, grimy, grungy. Yeah. 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 And then on, on the other side of the lake. Or what do they call it? The pond other across across the, the pond. Across the ponds. And they ponds. like a little bit more of the the beautiful or pretty stuff that Moses Gunn Collective is doing. Yeah, the weirder stuff. He said, yeah, yeah. Oh, the weird, pretty weirder stuff. Pretty, pretty and weird. Pretty weirder stuff. Yeah. Pretty weird. <laughs> um, which is interesting. Yeah. But you never know how your music's going to be perceived by countries or cultures. Yeah, that's the thing. Like. I think we've talked about other artists before. It's like once you've written the song and made it, it's not yours anymore, really. Mm -hmm. Like it belongs to the listeners. And yeah, like Little Sims was saying. Yeah. Like it's like now it's yours. Yeah. You tell me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I think that's kind of like if there is any strategy behind Moses Gun Collective, it's just the faith in writing the albums and the songs, mm -hmm. and then putting them out there and then seeing what the reaction is and then doing the shows kind of thing. And I think there are asked, you know you know what would be next and it was like well i guess we just go back to the studio and make another album like you know. yeah i saw some of their yeah. like like we said before that some of their interviews are almost boring yeah like none of these band members are trying to say anything it seems like yeah like they're just literally literally trying to have a good time pretty much yeah, and, sounds and like, yeah. like they all really vibe with being creative yeah and so they just they want to do that through music yeah and so they found a, a very you know high level Oh, what do you call it? Like very productive team of people to hang around with, to yeah. live with, and to create good music with. Yeah, yeah. And you know they're doing good stuff with that energy. Yeah, yeah. There was something funny he said about inspirations as well when asked about inspirations. This is Aiden. We're talking about the main guy, main guy. Well, singer, ooh, the singer. Ooh, a slight to the other yeah, band. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, he said, uh, uh, "What? Where do you get your inspiration from the music you make?" He said, "New bands, old bands, breakfast, mm. our brains, birds." Weird people, books, drugs, abstinence, holidays, the natural world, dancing, good dreams, spooky dreams, nice sheets, everything, I suppose. It's a great answer. It's, a, it's almost a, like a passive-aggressive answer to the question, I feel like. He's just like listing all the things that like he finds comforting and nice in life. Um, but I think he said he likes to go outside, you know, to be inspired as well. Like, mm -hmm. right? He just likes to be in nature. and Yeah. Like he said, if he had a day off, he'd be like sniffing around the garden. So right, never right, heard, right. Never heard anyone say sniff around the garden before. But, yeah. Hey, stopping to smell the roses, I guess. Ah, there you sniff, go. Stop sniff. and sniff the roses. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what sniff has a different connotation than smell. Yeah, snort the roses. Yeah, yeah. snorting something. It is ironic that he said abstinence in that list of things that inspire him. After he mentions drugs, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like drugs, drugs. Abstinence, and abstinence. I think, yeah. I don't know if it was a different interview, men asked if they got groupies yet. Okay. And they said, of course, or something. <laughs> They're like, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Do your thing, Moses Gunn. I love it either way. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I guess like I would boil down what you just said there into like everything in moderation, including moderation. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, you can rage. That's a good line. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know if it's a motto I live by, but it's one that <laughs> sticks in my head a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I'm raging. Like, <laughs> It's good. That's amazing. This is my moment to not be in moderation. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but on a more direct inspiration level, he did mention some artists. Uh, some of them I haven't heard of. So I don't know. 
if you've heard him. He, Lee Hazelwood. Um, I don't know who that is. Never heard of him. Nancy Sinatra, we've heard of, which is an interesting one. Yeah. Um, Conan Moccasin. Conan Moccasin. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of him? Nope. Okay. <laughs> you said it like he knew. I was like, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, no, I'm sorry, guys. I'm not lying. Uh, Mazzy Star. I've heard of Mazzy Star. Yeah, she's got that big yeah. song. Yeah, um, yeah. Fall into, is it? Yeah, fall into you, to me or to you? Something like that. Fall into somebody. Yeah, into something. That's a good song, though. Nicholas Jaw. I think he might be a French. I'm, I don't know if he's an electronic artist. Nicholas Jaw, maybe. I feel like I'm uh, 49%. Nicholas Jar Jar Binks. That. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's all I got. And then he said Kendrick Lamar at the end, which is interesting. So. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Jar and Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Yeah, so it rhymed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah. I've only heard of, of Kendrick, obviously, and Mazzy Star. Yeah. And Nancy Sinatra. And yeah, yeah. but I, I'm not too familiar with Nancy, to be honest. Which is interesting, because I think that's like 60s pop sort of stuff a little bit. So, And you can hear that in the music. It's like, mm-hmm. and Mazzy Star has that kind of wistful sort of... They do uh, the um, energy, even yeah. though the music's kind of... Some of it feels new wave and right. you know produced their synths and it's yeah. hi-fi, yeah. high fidelity, like mixed well and everything, very clear. Especially yeah. this next album we're about to talk about. Yeah. Um, let's let's do it. We're there. Well, I mean, yeah, Whoa. we're there. But but it, the 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 vibe still harkens back to these kind of '60s and '70s psychedelia vibes. Right. Um, to finish my thought there, but yeah. 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 Um, so boom, 2022, the year we are all living in right now. Doctor Moses Love Hospital. Right. Moses Gun Collective second LP, mm-hmm. um, and this one's very good. Self-released, right? This time, it I believe so. To be, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. Yeah, just have more control, probably. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean this this one. There's a a track that I fell in love with. I think we should just play it right off the bat. Mm. Um, the only thing I want to say about this album is basically it's just it's even more high fidelity. It's I feel like it's mixed better and it's clearer and it's even more poppy. But I don't want to take too much away from what these guys got going on. Like it's still good stuff, right in their their sweet spot, cool of what they do well. Yeah. Um, but let's play this track. I can cry because I've just it's recently my favorite song right now. I've been playing it all week on repeat, oh, and wow. I, I just cannot get enough. All right.
Jesse's feel good song of the summer there, right? You know, hey, it is. Spending it on repeat. Yeah, man. <laughs> Honestly, I fucks with it. I like it. I can cry from Moses Gun Collective from the new Dr. Moses Love Hospital album. That's good. That reminds me of um, it's kind of like '80s good pop music, but mm-hmm. but production quality wise, not that like I don't know, almost like Talking Heads, Roxy Music. No, totally like, like new that. wave. Yeah, new wave. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like like Talking yeah. Heads. Um, yeah, uh, I was gonna say another band, but I can't think of them. But yes, yeah. but very yeah. good. I think that's it's a very good example of what this band is capable of. Yeah, you know, like just really good vibey music that mm-hmm. doesn't feel like it's not straight up pop and it's annoying. It's not too avant-garde and weird and psychedelic. And, yeah. you know, it's very well crafted. It feels like yeah, all the way through. Yeah. I think hopefully maybe we've moved away from the old days of like the three minute catchy pop song mm-hmm. as the single. Cause to me that's catchy and that's like five minutes long. Right. You know, back in the day that wouldn't have, you'd have to do a radio edit or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But it's, it's a good song, catchy, poppy to me. Like, yeah, pop in a good way, not in a mm-hmm. yeah with like good soulful. connotation. Yeah, yeah. No, it, yeah, it is yeah. soulful. They're they're yeah. getting their and we said that at the beginning of the show. They yeah. they have an aspect of soul to them, and mm. it just it's like filtered through a pop filter. Yeah, um, and it, whatever comes out through that filter is is good. And I feel like they deserve to be more widely known. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like just yeah. listening to that track, it sounds like a great track. Yeah. of a band you might have heard before. And I haven't said it before. Some of this stuff reminds me a lot of Ariel Pink, mm, except, yeah. you know, very similar song structures and sounds even. Yeah. Although some of the Ariel Pink stuff is a little bit more lo-fi. Right. Because we know he loves that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but this sounds like a, a, you know, I don't know, a more contemporary version of what Ariel Pink was doing, but with a little more hi-fi tonality and mixing. Yeah, I would say, like, I don't know, I feel like their music, Moses Gun Collective, is very, like, hip right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they've naturally fallen into a genre where there are, like, a lot of groups right now that mm-hmm. kind of are in this sound uh, that are doing really well. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of them we talked about on the show, I think, but um, chill wave almost a little bit, like, mm-hmm. new wave or whatever. I think it just, like, fits neatly into that pocket of what a lot of, like, what I feel like a lot of, I I would still call it indie, you know. Sure. Anytime there's a band involved, I call it like indie music. And I feel like it's really in right now, like in, up here in the Pacific Northwest, maybe like Portland, all that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, yes, yeah. totally. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's some kind of connection with this area and mm-hmm. Australia. Australia's pumping out some good musicians in general a lot a lot yeah we get, we should go down there and check out this scene we should we need to go hang out with hiatus Cody and moses gun collective hey, let us know <laughs> where you're at and, and, and up into the world of... you got a cot for us we'll stay on it exactly yeah. or whatever i'll sleep outside <laughs> that sounds fun though um moses gun collective that's basically yeah. all i got this album came out in 2022 so it's 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 fresh it's hot and it's good yeah i would start with either of these albums they're either of their full length Mm-hmm. they've been around for like 12 years or so now yeah and they they have a good amount of work i feel like they could have gotten more done but i also really like that they're not rushing things and trying to have a new album out every year and yeah. just, you know be sellouts and be you know burn themselves out well also like they have that uh back catalog of stuff from Bandcamp. um yeah from like 2010 to 2014 ish mm-hmm. and there's a lot of like cool singles and things in there 
Um, but also, we should probably like check out their other side projects, like Confidence Man and yeah. like, some of the other bands, because I feel like they're busy not just doing Moses Gun Collective, but like all of these other. I think even one of them said we have our hands in many pies. Like, so. and I think that's yeah. one of the yeah. main reasons why it's. Yeah. It, they, in the past 12 years, they've only had two full-length albums, mm -hmm. you know, because they're all working on different stuff. Yeah. And they're, they're just very busy and very creative. Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would definitely check out some of these other ones, Confidence Man. And yeah, yeah I guess please do your own research. Let me know if you find anything cool. Yeah. Um, and then one of the singles that we're going to close out on um, is one that we didn't play, but I think it came out in 2017 mm -hmm. in between their two full-length albums. Yeah. And I guess it didn't make it onto the album, mm. um, but it is a very fun track. Yeah and spook city yeah jay you got anything else on moses gun collective no another good find for me yeah and i had not heard of at all really like what i'm hearing yeah uh, same yeah like i said that track strawberry was the very first thing i heard of theirs and it was a banger so go check that out people. yeah and you can see the difference between that yeah. track and the track we just played off yeah. dr moses love yeah, yeah and you could see some some growth there yeah, yeah. so very cool let us know um what you guys think of moses gun collective I'm excited to hear what you guys think. Moses Gunn himself, if you want to hit us up, you're always welcome yeah, on the podcast. Sadly passed away in 1996. Oh, but, uh, uh, now I feel like a... No, we'll have to edit that out. Now I feel like an ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but Moses Gunn Collective, if you want to come hang out with us, hit us up at the email, Jay. Roots to Grooves at signalradio.com. That's S-I-G-N-L radio.com. is a production of Signal Radio. For more music and independent culture, visit signalradio.com. That's S-I-G-N-L radio.com.